This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, uh, there's a topic that we talk about pretty regularly on the Colleen and Bradley show, and Holly is not interested in talking about it anymore. So we're going to talk about that. So we're going to talk about how we don't want to talk about it on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on Vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. And Holly, what is that topic that we need to talk about you not wanting to talk about anymore? I mean, let's talk about the mystery mm. of Britney Spears' Instagram account. So let's, you know, get the Cobra oh, game together. Oh, let's do it. it. Whenever there's trouble, we'll double, double with the Cobra game. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra game. This is more of an existential journey than anything. Existential journey. Jazz hands. Um, can we talk about Britney Spears and her Instagram account? I think we should. Yeah. And the personal discomfort that I experienced looking at Britney Spears' Instagram account. Now, I know I'm not alone. I've had conversations with folks mm-hmm. here at my talk. Mm-hmm. For example, we kind of talked about this yesterday in the 520 Dirt Alert on Lori and Julia about Britney Spears' behavior online mm-hmm. and what that how that makes us feel we're having an emotion based conversation because we can hold many different feelings about certain things at any given point in time Mm -hmm. we contain multitudes and i've felt a lot of discomfort lately talking about britney spears's behavior in regards to the way that she posts personal anecdotes on instagram the way that she'll overshare things and she'll be very vulnerable she was over the weekend we talked about her videos that she posted where she was speaking to the feelings that she was having regarding her teenage sons yeah and then she shares a lot then she takes it back and then she deletes the whole instagram she yeah. had done that yesterday yeah. for the umpty food time. And at this time yesterday, Colleen, we were talking about, well, she did it again. Mm-hmm. Oops. She oops. Well, <laughs> oops, she overshared. Yeah. And then she decided to delete her Instagram account again. And then yesterday afternoon, she came back and she posted I that fat phobic post yeah. that she shared about Christina Aguilera's yeah. dancers and her relationship to them. And that still remains today. Yeah, I, it's, you know, it, I, it reminds me of another time in our history. Ooh, let's go um, back. On the Colleen and Bradley show specifically, and I, I, I'm, I'm careful to draw this correlation. I'm very careful to draw this correlation because 
there are themes that might be similar between Amanda Bynes uh-huh. and Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. But there was a time when Amanda Bynes' behavior online went from being um, kind of like WTF, what's going on? Like we were sort of like curious with without concern to a place where we were curious with concern and then to a place where we thought like, I don't actually even want to touch that at all. Mm-hmm. And I will say with Brittany, I, I, this is why I was careful to draw that correlation because what I want to be clear about is I actually think Brittany probably like the, you can build a case for the reasons why following the trauma she's had, she speaks in the way that she does. Sure. Right. So you can like yeah. reason your way through it. Yeah. What did you just say? Curious with concern. With concern. Yes. yes. That's a great phrase. Because I, I it's it's like I, I go to it to say what is going on here. And then I can justify it by saying she's got trauma. She's hurt. She's upset. She's processing this. But we feel like we're looking at something. I'll speak for myself. I feel like I'm watching something or looking at something or seeing her process something that is not mine to be present for. Yeah, there's a voyeuristic quality yeah. to following Britney Spears' Instagram posts. And at the same time, we're my talk and this is what we do. Yeah. But at the same time, sometimes it seems like we're getting real close to crossing a very fine a very fine border yeah. between entertaining voyeurism and almost like an emotional exploitation because this is a person who is being beyond vulnerable yeah. on a worldwide platform mm-hmm. and does things, oversteps perhaps her personal boundaries and takes it back. So then it's like, until we're ready to have a conversation about this, and I just say with Britney Spears, unless you're ready to have a conversation about this, I don't know if it behooves us to have a conversation about these stream of consciousness posts that you're having. Because mm-hmm. I think about, I wrote, did write in my notes, I'm like, you know, it's like what Spider-Man's Uncle Ben said. With great power comes great responsibility. Well, it's true. And I think about that with social media, period. It's like, think about what you post because it can have a life beyond any kind of intention that you had with the initial thing that you put out there. This is why ever I really, I honestly think that uh, when you open up your own social media account, you need to also informally hire, not to pay, Somebody who's your backup. Like my husband can be my backup and I'm his backup where he'll be thinking of tweeting something and he'll go, hey, can I tweet this? And he'll read it to me. And if it sounds even just like the slightest bit where I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if you're saying what you think you're saying or uh-huh. or maybe that's not going to be read in the way that you intend it. Then we go, no questions asked. Okay, I won't post that. Not gonna it. Yeah, and and he does the same thing for me. Where I, I maybe I think something is hysterically funny, and and he's just my extra extra eyes on it. And yeah. he'll say like, "Oh, I don't know if that's gonna have the result you intended." Right, because then my, I shan't post it. <laughs> Even if I have to ask those questions before right. I get to my advisor, right? If I'm asking the question, maybe don't, then I, then <laughs> you just don't do it. Scrap so it. I wonder, and I think Colleen, we were curious about this the other day. Who is that person for Britney Spears? Does she even have that yeah. person or Again, does she trust that person? Does she trust that person? Or 
even going down the speculation rabbit hole? Is she the one who's even posting these things to begin with? We have no idea. Well, that's why I think it's really interesting when she posts these things in her own voice. That to me feels like a move because because I'm she knows she's been she's been looking at her own social media this whole time. She knows when people were speculating that she wasn't the one posting. Right. So when it is in her voice. It's harder to when she you mean Britney Spears's voice when she's speaking and posting audio yeah. clips. Yep. Because I would make the conspiratorial argument that perhaps there is a Britney Spears style guide. Right. That she has enough idiosyncrasies about the way maybe that she writes out things that someone is go- is able can to imitate that can imitate. Well, that. it also makes me wonder, OK, how do I even say this? OK. Well, we're having Go with our me existential on this. like we feelings are. about this. And this is a little bit of like a I this might be a tinfoil hat moment. Yeah. But we've talked about those recordings that she posts in the past that they seem like maybe something that she's sharing with somebody who's helping her write her memoir or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I wonder because there seems to be a pattern of post delete. Post delete. If it is maybe a matter of something having been compromised and somebody is posting these things, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And even in this conversation, I know there is discomfort. I know. Discomfort is being experienced. And look, Britney Spears, at this point, she can do what she wants. Yes. But having to sift through this, analyze it, contemplate it, it's at a certain point, you're like, whew, perhaps maybe there should be. A social media timeout for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just take a breather. It's okay. And it's you know not that I'm saying she can't have the feelings she has or process yeah. the things she's processing. I, I just I hope she does. Questioning the the methodology the, or you know the purpose, I guess. Yeah. Of processing them in a in such a public way, kind of un unedited. Mm-hmm. Um. I I worry that she might end up burning bridges she doesn't want to burn. Yeah. And I'm not saying. Listen, burn burn bridges with your father if that's what you need to do for yourself. But I don't know that Christina Aguilera woke up this morning and thought, boy, I really want to deal with this yeah, today. Yeah, I want to get dragged by Britney Spears. About nothing having to do with her personality. I mean, no. that's the other thing. It's not like she was dragging Christina Aguilera because Christina Aguilera said or did something wrong or hurtful. No. Yeah, yeah. I am with you. I, I'm feeling uncomfortable, but... We'll probably still pay attention and talk about it. Thank you for hearing the discomfort. It is safe here. Mm -hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we did watch the Emmys last night. And listen, I've got a couple big, of well, maybe not big, but fun Emmy speeches that I just want to share with everybody. And then also we have to talk about Mindy Kaling and Sarah Paulson, not together, separately after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, we, of course, watched the Emmys last night on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. He missed them. Yeah, but we might not have known that they were happening until yesterday morning, but we watched them. We did. We were we we showed up. Holly yeah. Roberts and I did. Uh, and like I said, I bet Bradley will come home and we'll have to tell him that they happened. Yeah. And who won? <laughs> and hey, who won? He should be happy. 
Ted Lasso won a lot of Emmys. Yeah, last his night. favorite his show. Favorite show. Well, one of the shows that won a few Emmys is one called Abbott Elementary. And from what I've heard, and trust me, I've heard from a lot of people that this is the show to be watching. Yeah, this is the breakout ABC sitcom. Uh, and it was honored with several awards. Well, yeah, and one of the people who won an award was uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph. She won for Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. And I just have to say, her. I was moved to tears by her speech, partly because of the way that she reacted in her chair before she got up. She was truly stunned. Yeah, well... So if you don't know Cheryl Lee Ralph, yeah. she has been on the Hollywood scene for decades, dating back to, oh, geez, the 70s uh, is where her credits start. But you might know her from shows like uh, she was in Designing Women. She was in Moesha. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is just one of the latest roles for her in her long storied career. And she was, I mean, truly stunned sitting in her seat. They helped her out so that she could go up to receive this well-deserved award. And this is her speech. Okay, here we go. Cheryl Lee Ralph. I am an artist and I know tell you that this is what believing looks like this is what striving looks like and don't you ever ever give up on you thank you thank you yeah. Oh, Still. I just I get goosebumps. Yeah. And she said, I mean, there, 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 that was a little bit uh, uh, edited down a little bit for time. But oh, my gosh, when she I'm like actually moved yeah. when she came up to the microphone and opened up her mouth to sing. My son looked at me and he goes, are, are we embarrassed right now? And I said, no, nope, we are absolutely nope. not. This is a woman using her voice. This is a woman of color using her voice, being honored for a career. I said, no, we are not embarrassed. We are celebrating her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so truly, truly moving. Now, um, the, other, the other one that, that was so amazing to watch that inspired me to continue watching her show, um, which I cannot believe I put down in the first place, was when Lizzo won her Emmy for best competition show, she won for Watch Out for the Big Girls, which is a prime, Amazon Prime show. And you guys, it is, it's so, so good. So, like, it fills your heart up. It is so wonderful to watch. And Lizzo is like the what the world needs right now. And here she is winning her Emmy. The trophy is nice, but my emotion is for these people who are on this stage with me. The stories that they shared. When I was a little girl, all I wanted to see was me in the media. Someone fat like me, black like me, beautiful like me. (laughs) If I could go back and tell little Lizzo something, I'd be like, you gonna see that person, but 
bitch is gonna have to be you. <laughs> uh, so I love her genuine laugh. It's oh, so great. Yeah, so Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls. That's a reality competition series where she's looking for backup dancers, right? Absolutely, yeah. yep. Uh, and that's what she calls her uh, backup dancers is big girls. And they, uh, it is it is great dancing. It is great um uh, championing it is great celebration of women it is so it's just a great show awesome okay now the one that everybody was laughing at was when jennifer coolidge won for best supporting actress in the white lotus um and this is what she did for her speech hey hi hey wow thank you gosh i just want to say um you know i took a lavender bath tonight and um right before the show and it made me swell up inside my dress and uh, I'm having a hard time speaking. Um, but anyway, um, I, um, <laughs> she just is so funny. And of course, uh, we had a blind item that she had maybe tipped back a few champagnes. But she was feeling good. Man, she was and feeling good. And she won. So yeah. good honor. So it's really lovely to see uh, folks like Cheryl Lee Ralph. And like Jennifer Coolidge, mm-hmm. who have been excelling in the field of entertainment yes. for decades, for yes. decades. Yes. And that they were both acknowledged for their wonderful work in TV last night. It really was. I mean, there were there really were some wonderful moments. Now, I do want to tell you, I had to text Holly in the middle of the show oh, when yeah. Mindy Kaling was on stage um, with BJ Novak. And I lo- like I love Mindy Kaling. I could barely recognize her. As the Mindy Kaling that I've known all this time. And, you know, she very like she obviously has she we knew that she had lost weight because there's all kinds of um, stories about it. But to me, it was like I was like, has she and there's no shame in this, but has she like had work done on her face or something? She looked so different to me. So I asked you to comb through the blind items and we you're coming up nothing really really didn't come up anything i, I will say we did only didn't. that she wants to be a movie star yeah so perhaps i but i mean what does that even mean in 2022 right? we did get an email from becky who she saw something she wanted to point out on mindy kaling and that was a ring on her left finger oh, okay hi so i don't know what that means but i'm just saying there are questions we have mindy, no answers we have no answers <laughs> When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, what we do have is conversations about dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. Hey guys, Bradley here for my friends at the Snyder team. I am very excited to share my friends Jennifer, Bob, and the whole Snyder team with EXP Realty with you. As you get to know them, I want you to remember these three words honesty, integrity, and experience. These are the most important things you need to hear when choosing a realtor. And at the Snyder team, they have 14 highly qualified agents. Um, they concentrate on personalized service. They've been around for 25 years. And I know they focus on the Twin Cities, Western Wisconsin and have helped over 3,000 families in our area find and sell the homes of their dreams. Here's the deal. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, I want you to call Jennifer and her team over at the Snyder team with eXp Realty. Not only do they have many, many years of experience, you can trust Jennifer. She's the real deal. You've probably heard the uh, other spot on the station where she talks about going to great lengths to help people find the home of their dreams. Head to the SnyderTeam.com today, and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Knob Creek Bourbon is a... Oh, 
dumb people doing dumb things. We do love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's not Bradley Trainer. Oh, no. Because that is Holly Roberts. Yeah. Who is here uh, while Bradley Trainer vacations. And she also takes the role of telling you about dumb people doing dumb things quite seriously. We call them crazy stupid. Idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy stupid idiots. Oh, those crazy stupid idiots. They're to your right, they're to your left. And uh, if you're lucky, you're not looking at one when you're looking in the mirror. We oftentimes find them in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. We're going to Florida. Yeah. We are delivering on that promise, Colleen. And we're going uh, to Tampa. Oh, the Tampans. They do show up a lot. Mm-hmm. Home of the Tampans. Uh, but we're catching up with a guy named Mike who's from Clearwater in the area. Ah, now the home of Scientology. <sighs> Yay. <laughs> That's great. Great. Uh, so we got to catch up with Michael. Uh, Michael was behaving in a way where... Tampa deputies received a number of 911 calls about Michael. So lots of folks were noticing that Michael was behaving in a very CSI fashion. Uh-oh. Uh, Colleen, I would like you to guess what he was doing because it wasn't even exactly what he was doing that made him a crazy, stupid idiot. It was just, you know, pretty typical criminal behavior. But it's how he did it. Oh. That makes... I just... I gotta give... What? Why? One of these. Was he naked and helicoptering his... Uh... Yep. Or just doing a little... Yeah, like, like a little dance. Just wee, wee, or, wee. I mean... I Okay. <laughs> Look, if you got one of those, don't tell me I haven't done that. But right? no, Michael okay. wasn't doing that. Okay. No, he wasn't doing no that. No helicopter action. No helicopter action. Was he stealing something? Um... No. Um, I'm just going to tell you, Colleen. Yeah. That Michael was called because he was driving under the influence. Ah. Uh huh. Garden variety. Not Garden good. Variety, Don't do not it. Not good. But like I said, Colleen, lots of folks were noticing what Michael was doing and why he was doing it, how he was doing it. it mm. I just, I don't even know how it's even possible. Was he drunk driving a car? Yes, he was drunk driving a car. But I want to tell you. That when he did the bleth, bleth, <laughs> the fifth form, when he was doing the breathalyzer test, uh-huh. uh, he wasn't even able to do it. He wasn't able able to perform a field sobriety oh, no. test. I know. So he was taken to a place in Clearwater, then administered the test. And deputies said that Michael was more than five times <gasps> the legal limit. Oh, my gosh. His Alcohol blood level was 0.418. How does that happen? I have no idea, which is why I am informing you of this story, because clearly it was possible. Now, the legal limit uh, of alcohol consumption in the state of Florida is 0.08. He blew a 0.418. Now, no wonder Michael wasn't able to perform the breathalyzer test on the scene of the crime and lots of folks were calling 911 because he was driving his Nissan erratically. 
Now, when he was pulled over, he was unsteady on his feet, and he had glassy and bloodshot eyes. Now, Mr. Michael was arrested for driving under the influence, and he was booked into the Pinellas County Jail. He is out. He did pay a $500 bond. And he has a hell of a headache. Oh, yeah. It's super yikes. I... The fact that he was even able to kind of get out of this, I just, oof. Luckily, yeah. nothing happened except for him being arrested. Thank goodness. So, nobody was hurt. Silver lining yeah, on that? Yeah, I know, but oof. Yeah. Don't drink and drive, folks. No, don't, don't do it. Not it. Not it. Um, okay, so we are going to Taiwan for my story. We're keeping it international, or we're going international, I should say. Yeah. We're in North Taiwan, uh, and listen, I want to be very clear. The woman that this story is about is not the crazy, stupid idiot, okay? Noted. Thank you. Here's what happened. Uh, A pedestrian was walking in the Zhongshan district early in the morning on Monday, September 5th, and heard a distressed noise. The sound of a voice in distress. Oh no! Like yeah, like, like help, help! And they were like, "Where is that coming from?" They couldn't figure out where the noise was coming from, and mm-hmm. so they smartly called the authorities. They called police, and the police arrived on the scene at three forty-five in the a.m. and they heard the noise too. And they were like, "What is that?" Nothing was immediately clear that something was amiss, but they heard these weak groans and calls for help. Oh, no. And they realized that they were coming from the alley. And so Uh the police and the pedestrian went into the alleyway. And what was in the alleyway was, and you know, because we have these things, one of those drop boxes where you can drop um, used clothing to be thrifted or recycled or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's one of those in that alleyway. And they got closer and closer and closer. And yes, indeed, that voice was coming from inside that box. Oh, no. A 68-year-old woman named Huang had accidentally dropped her phone inside while she was trying to recycle old clothes. Now, here's what the crazy, stupid idiot to me is whomever designed that thing to allow a human being's body to also fall inside because she tried to reach in to get her phone and the whole thing ate her up and her foot got stuck in the, yeah, in the door. I I am terrified right now. I don't want to be swallowed up by a donation bin. Mm -hmm. It's like the last, I mean, sure, it's the last thing that she wanted to happen. She wasn't happy either. It's like when you left your retainer and you dropped it in the garbage at school and you had to fish the darn thing out. The garbage can at least didn't swallow you and you didn't get rectangle pizza all over your outfit. (laughs) There is a deep thought by Jack Handy (laughs) that I feel works in these moments and it goes like this. If you ever drop your keys in a pit of molten lava, let them go. Because, man, they're gone. Thanks. That was just one of those moments where it's like, oh, no, just let it go. It's And it's not her fault. Why does that thing fit a human being? Because, you know, humans were not the smartest breed. Yeah. There's right? lots of Darwin Awards that are issued yeah. on the rig. Like, she went in there accidentally. But, you know, somebody else did it on a dare. You know, anyway, her foot got stuck in the door. 
Um, they uh, had to get the fire department there to help uh, get her out. And she was freed and she was shaken and weak, but unharmed. And also she thanked her rescuers profusely. Oh, well, I'm glad there was a happy ending. There is a happy ending. I just, I really want to, that is my APB to all the clothing recycle, recycling bin manufacturers like let's not make them maybe like a, mm-hmm. just not human size yeah. and then sometimes you gotta let it go but i totally understand yeah. i've lost a phone once it's not i didn't fun. know where that thing went i went i was searching high and low i even got a new phone because then i let oh, it go i remember that and yeah. it happened in the middle of winter yeah and then spring sprung and there was the phone right <laughs> underneath my feet and then you're just like you know what i just gotta let go yeah just gotta let it go, man. Yeah. Uh huh. We're going to Idaho, Colin. Okay. We gotta go to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Mm hmm. That's up in the northern part of Idaho. Okay. It's kind of become a baffling celebrity hotspot. Oh, weird. Kim Kardashian. And like, I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. But, anyways, that's why we're here. I'm gonna look there. that up. Yeah, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And we gotta catch up with a guy. In Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, we got to catch up with Christopher, Christopher Wilburn. And uh, apparently Christopher Wilburn, you know, mm, got a little violent and it's not good. And I'm going to just. It's never the answer. It's never the answer. I'm going to tell you the SWAT team was called to the scene where Christopher was being violent. And apparently they were negotiating with him. And um, I want to. The reason Christopher is my crazy, stupid idiot today, it's because. Of what he threatened to fight back with, he had a certain weapon mm. that he uh, threatened SWAT members and deputies with. Okay. That makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. He had a weapon he that had a, he threatened uh, them with. Yeah, a, a, an alleged weapon. In his mind, in Christopher's eyes, this would have been a weapon. Okay. And now I'm reading this story, mm-hmm. and I'm the crazy, stupid <gasps> idiot. Oh, no! Oh, gosh, this is... This is going to be even funnier. Oh. <laughs> oh. Take me on the journey, <laughs> Holly. Oh. Take me on the journey. <laughs> okay, so... I already love it. Sorry. Here's what... He, I'm just going to read you, okay, the text. Christopher <laughs> also allegedly threatened SWAP members and deputies with a bat and refused to follow any commands, and I thought he threatened them with the animal, and he wanted to, like, release the bat. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I brought it. Because I was like, ooh, what are you going to do? Release the bat? But no. <laughs> he was violent. It would probably have been a baseball bat. <laughs> so, guess I'm the CSI oh today. Gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> I was tired last night when I picked this story out. <laughs> kind of goes back to our conversation <laughs> before the show. If you would have gone with that story. Bats. <laughs> All, All right. right. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, 
I'm just kidding. Uh, our friend Rocco is going to bring us uh, oh, a little goodness. game to play. <laughs> He's going to save us from ourselves. Yeah. That game is called The Throwback. Why? After this on My Talk 107.1.